Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, Amazon buys one medical for roughly $3.9 billion. What's next? My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, we knew it was coming. At least I knew it was coming, some aspect of this. Amazon to buy primary health care provider, one medical for roughly $3.9 billion is the title on CNBC. CNBC is great. They have the key points right there in the beginning. Amazon is acquiring one medical for $18 a share, an all-cash deal that values the primary health care provider at roughly $3.9 billion. One medical, which went public in 2020, operates a network of boutique primary care practices. The deal deepens Amazon's presence in healthcare, an area which it has sought to expand by launching an online pharmacy and ramping up telehealth services, among other things. All right, so the article doesn't give me much more than that, to be honest with you. $18 a share, $3.9 billion deep into their presence you know they hope to improve how people book appointments and the experience of being seen by a physician we love inventing you get the picture one medical went public in 2020 operates uh, the boutique primary care practices that we've talked about it has grown to oversee 188 medical offices in 25 markets and counts 767,000 members According to its latest quarterly results, One Medical reported a net loss of $90 million on revenue of $254 million in the first quarter. There's an immense opportunity to make healthcare experiences more accessible, affordable, even enjoyable for patients, providers, and payers. One Medical CEO Amir Dan Rubin said in a statement Once the deal closes, Rubin will continue to run One Medical. Shares of one Life Healthcare, One Medical's parent, opened roughly 66% higher Thursday, trading just below the purchase price, so forth and so on. Uh, and they go on to talk about all the things that Amazon has done. You have Amazon Health, you have PillPack, you have, I'm sorry, Amazon Care, not Amazon Health. PillPack, you have the online pharmacy, you have at-home medical diagnostics, and so forth. So that is what the article has to cover. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this and give you a little bit of my so what on it. So th this this is not a surprise to me. You can go back and look at healthsystemcio.com. I wrote an article called How Amazon Can Have a Prime Impact on Healthcare and essentially described exactly what's happening now back in 2017 because it wasn't rocket science and we were seeing we were seeing movement that was leading us in this direction. Right. And so one of the things that Amazon is really good at is Amazon doesn't see itself as only a digital company. When they have to, they are able to bridge the gap between digital and physical. Right. So they look at the delivery of goods around the world and they recognize that, you know what, we're not going to be able to do this unless we take this all in house. And they build out a phenomenal logistics arm. 
that can deliver your goods the same day, next day, you know, a couple of days, depending on if you're a prime customer or if you're not a prime customer. So they're, they're not afraid to head into the physical world when they see it as critical to the consumer experience, critical to delivering on the promise to the consumer. And this is another case where they were sort of stuck. And I think the, the addition of Aaron Martin was really smart on their part for a couple of reasons. One is they had a business model where they would stand things up and they would all compete with each other. And that's all well and good, except when you get into healthcare. You can't have the, the various arms not talking and working with one another. You have to build a cohesive strategy around healthcare because the consumer, the consumer is looking for just that. They're looking for a cohesive strategy. Not only the Amazon Care, where you have the app that is delivering a great experience and really a concierge level service, unlike we're seeing in healthcare. And the reason I call it concierge is not that it's concierge medicine, but because it feels that way. When you go through Amazon Care, you essentially, you start with telehealth, you can have the, you can have it escalate to a, a physician coming into your office. You can have the physician go to your home and now they essentially have added with my medical, the ability to go to some clinics. You have the ability to deliver the medications wherever you happen to be in the world. They can be delivered to your office the same day. They can be delivered uh, to your home. They can be delivered to your hotel room for that matter. And so you can't have these entities competing. You have to look at it as a cohesive delivery of services. And so I think Aaron Martin coming with his experience at Providence and really understanding the space, having spent the last couple of years here, is going to be able to influence their thinking. I'm not even sure what the the organization structure is at Amazon, but I think his influence in that organization will lead to a much better solution all in all for healthcare. So the one medical is not surprising because now you're building out the logistics you needed. So you had Amazon Care and they were doing it for their employees. They expanded that and then they were doing it for some employers, the Pelotons of the world and others. And they were looking at it saying, all right, how are we going to do this? And they had to make that move into the physical. And they were trying to build it out and they had some convoluted way that they were trying to build it out. The one medical acquisition is a phenomenal way for them to build it out. Plus you bring together some capabilities, not only in the physical aspect, but some capabilities. The one medical experience is forward thinking in terms of the primary care experience that you'll receive as a patient. And so they're bringing that into the Amazon care model. You take all those pieces, you bring them together, and I think you're going to be able to deliver something that is potentially transformative for healthcare, right? And so with all these pieces coming together, that's what you have. Back in 2017, what was I saying? I was essentially saying that Amazon is uniquely positioned because they have a consumer-centric focus. And I think that still drives how they're thinking about things. I also said that they have more data on most, more data than anyone on people. That's potentially not true if I thought about it. Google may have more information if I thought about it. The, the government definitely has more information. And I'm trying to think if anybody else would have more information. I'm not really on Facebook, but people who are on Facebook are probably giving away a lot of information. People who are on social media give away a lot of information. But Amazon has the ability to really mine a significant amount of of information. They know what I eat. They know where I shop. They know the type of books I read. They know an awful lot about me, right? And so 
that consumer-centric, what I was saying back then is that they should get right in the middle there. They shouldn't become an insurance player. They shouldn't become an acute care player, but they should be right in the middle. They should be the person that I go to as either an employer or as an individual, and they start to coordinate my activities within healthcare because they truly care about my health. Where healthcare is sick care, Amazon care could be well care, right? So they could coordinate a whole bunch of things. Their digital foundation will be able to really take that data and make it actionable. They could put it in front of the physicians when it's necessary. They could put it back in front of me as the consumer when it's necessary. They can guide my steps in terms of my health journey. They can start to bring in reception points for the data that's going to be there through the internet of medical things and pull all that information in. And, you know, potentially could usurp Apple as the primary care record. We had Apple's strategy finally get released, <laughs> Apple's healthcare strategy finally get released. Now I was gonna do that today, but this story sort of trumped that. I go into uh, some scenarios of how that, in the article on Health System CIO of how Amazon Care might play out if they decide to step into that space. And quite frankly, I was just reading them and they are all still in play with this with this move. So I don't think I was omniscient, to be honest with you. It, it's, it was just looking at what was happening back in 2017. Healthcare moves a little slow, and we are now seeing some of that stuff come to fruition. Some of it was jump-started by the pandemic. Some of it was jump-started by the movement of different players within the industry, specifically Aaron Martin, uh, new CEO over at Amazon, a new person heading up Amazon Web Services, all that stuff sort of comes together to create an interesting opportunity. If you haven't had a chance, go ahead and check it out. A health System CIO, how Amazon can have a prime impact on healthcare. I think this is a big move. I still contend that the national players in healthcare are Amazon, Walmart, CVS, Walgreens potentially some others, but those are the four primary ones that I'm looking at. And they're going to step into this primary care space and they're going to step into this patient navigation, right? Patient navigation, not of healthcare, but of health. And you will continue to see these interesting acquisitions and pulling these things together as they try to create a new model for delivering care. All right, that's all for today. I'm going to be out the next couple of weeks, but I'm still going to do some shows. I've pre-recorded some stuff. You're going to hear that. And primarily, we're going to take a look at some of the things that are being said on the town hall show. And when I get back, I'll pick up on the news and we will start talking about some more of that. If you know of someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher. You get the picture. We are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taucite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.